great video. It, yeah, it was. So like this, I, this thing about um, forgiveness and, mm -hmm. um, and failure, let's just be honest. It's kind of like, uh, and I feel good. You know, I know that Shine had to forgive. For example, I'm not afraid to talk. I know Shine had to forgive me this evening. Because mm -hmm. he, like I just said earlier, we just got our first our first dose of the Moderna vaccine, and yes, um, our body is building immunity. Let's just say that mine kicked in yesterday, and Sean kicked in this afternoon, <laughs> right? And he's looking at me like, Trisha, why didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, really though, uh, we don't. There's no pill for this thing called forgiveness, right? Mm -hmm. right. But but there is something we can do, don't you? Isn't there, or are we helpless? No, we are never helpless. Absolutely never helpless because forgiveness is a choice. <laughs> a lot of times we like to believe that forgiveness is this external force that is dependent upon somebody else's actions. No, 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 no. Forgiveness is dependent upon you, the individual choosing. And when you're married, both individuals choose and you bring those choices together to be able to move forward. So, so what if I choose not to forgive? I mean... If it's my choice, then I can choose to forgive or not to forgive. What if I choose not to forgive? I love that question. And we're, we're going to dive into that as we continue this conversation. For those of you who are watching, hold on to that right there. Hold on to it. Because there may be somebody right now who's in this virtual space and you're literally asking that question. Well, what happens if I continue to choose not to forgive my companion, my spouse, my father, my sister? Hold on to that because we're definitely going to come back to that. You know, as we talk about like this, this concept of failure, you wrote this journal called A Greater Force Than Failure. Yeah. And I know that people have been using it as a tool. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I know people have been using it as a tool for personal growth. But as I've been looking at it, it's also a tool for family growth, yes. for couple growth. Mm -hmm. You you mentioned in here, um, you know, accepting responsibility when it comes to failure, when it comes to disappointments, uh, disagreements and tension. Um, I, I really like uh, this concept of accepting responsibility in that it's not just for me to put, put off on somebody else and say, well, Sean, you, it's your fault. You did it. If you would change, if you would do this, like the girl in video, if you would do this, then mm -hmm. everything would be right. I, I tend to believe that in every disagreement, both parties have to accept responsibility. Mm. Am, I, am I wrong? Because as I'm looking at your journal, you said here, accept responsibility. Taking responsibility for oneself is by definition an act of kindness. That's one of the, the quotes you have in here by Sharon Salzberg. Can you explain why this meant, why this is important? Oh man, it's so important. I want you to ask yourself this question first. What happens when I don't accept responsibility for my actions, for my words, for my choices? Now, I want you to think in terms of what happens first internally. Ah, what happens first internally is that you, self, you know that what you're doing is not what you're supposed to be doing. That's weighty. Okay. It's very costly. You begin to second guess yourself. You begin to create scenarios. You begin to be get defensive. What you're doing is you're creating a negative space as opposed to a positive. You're closing off as opposed to opening up the lines of communication. When we don't accept responsibility, we cease to be honest and authentic. 
authentic with ourselves, with our partner, with others. When we cease to be authentic, what's happening? You're walking around wearing a mask. Ooh, doesn't feel good. We like to fool ourselves and we, we like to pretend that we're comfortable not being responsible, but the truth is that we're not. And when we are responsible, when we accept responsibility for our own actions, we're actually being kind to ourselves. We're allowing our blood pressure to decrease. We're allowing anxiety to remove itself. We're allowing the peace of God to actually have space to rest and abide within us and then permeate our relationship. Wait a minute. Did, did, did I hear you say that accepting responsibility helps to lower your blood pressure? Mm. Is that what I heard? Blood pressure. <laughs> Is that what I heard? That's what you heard. It helps the lowest. You lower your blood pressure, relax your bones, allow you to have focused breathing, inhale and exhale with ease, removes the migraines and the headaches, possibly, <laughs> because because you're, you're you're removing the stress from your from your body. Well, you you said something. You said accept responsibility, holding yourself accountable and responsible for your own conscious decisions is life giving. Mm. So, you know, you have a scenario where a couple is upset about something you you can pick it. Sometimes it's, um, you know, uh, you know just not doing the chores in the house, right? It could be something like that, or it could be as grievous as an infidelity. You know, um, this idea of accepting responsibility, I mean, what is that? What is that actually? Like, if you change the words, does that mean, okay, I, what would that, like, how does that sound in a scenario like that?